everybody. Welcome, welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. This is a show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show and so much fun. Today, we're looking at season 11, episodes 13, 14, and 15. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. That's good. Uh, I had a good, a good weekend. Uh, busy weekend. Um, it's just one of those weekends. It just totally wiped me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're having a family meal tonight and I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's going to be good. It'll be like, yeah. It'll be like a family like- meal on Heartland, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no drama in this one. So, yeah, that's <laughs> a change. Yeah. It, so next season they go down to having only 11 episodes so mm-hmm. I and I, I think I can feel why because mm-hmm. these we're near and we're finishing up season 11 next week and uh, these episodes are, feel like a lot of filler to me yeah especially the first one that we're talking about yeah they're rough um and they've lost two of their, their sort of cast members as well. So they're sort of trying to do a lot with a little. Um, it's just, yeah, like you say, they're, they're yeah. just sort of retreading things. Um, and even when they did have Lou back, I don't think they have her back long enough to really do anything kind yeah. of meaty and, and that's going to keep her around because they know that she's going to have to go in like a couple of episodes. Um, yeah. Or even an episode. So like, yeah, just it's just sort of filler clip episodes which just it's not good enough you know what I mean it's just not it's not keeping me I kind of zoned out a little bit during that the second episode yeah yeah me it's too <laughs> yeah and the the first episode we're going to talk episode we're going to talk about is basically a clip reel yeah and a lot of times you get those in popular particularly sitcoms that need to they the network has has ordered more episodes than they can produce so you'll get a clip clip episode Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, and that's basically what we have here the first episode is called reunion and it's a look back at lou's terrible relationships (laughs) (laughs) basically i mean yeah it makes Lou look like a terrible person. <laughs> I think yeah. This episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it sort of got her to a realization that I felt like they already had sort of established. Like like the whole journey, the, the sort of end result is something that I, you know, it seems like that's what Lou has been doing. You know, she's been single and focusing on herself <laughs> and her career. Um yeah. yeah. So it just felt like we went through all of these sort of rehashing all these three relationships just to and it's like such a waste as well in terms of Scott like it'd yeah. be so fun to have Scott like do something that isn't involving his past relationship with Lou and I also feel like this is the second time something's came up with Lou where he's been like yeah I'm in a relationship like yeah like that happened the last time plus you got scott with the uh, pencil mustache which i hate yeah that was not a good look <laughs> yeah the ponytail and mustache i mean and it's just so crazy because you're talking about lou who's had multiple awards you know whole nights where it's just yeah. tribute to her 
and she can't handle the fact that people are excited about this MJ Suka person, Mary Jane Suka. Yeah, and- I felt so bad for her friends, like Marnie, who just oh like, my gosh. appears once or twice, sort of every couple of seasons, and mm-hmm. every time it's like Lou just totally taking over and making everything <laughs> about her, um, and Marnie just sort of has to, to put up with it yeah yeah last time we saw her she was catering for the dude ranch i think right yeah something like that yeah, yeah. something helping lou anyway yeah have we seen mary jane suka before in the show uh no no i don't think so i but i wasn't sure and it's hard to keep hard to keep track of everybody's names yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> but yeah i mean it is ridiculous like like i said lou has literally had multiple awards and whole nights mm-hmm. that, the, that the town is dedicating to just her yeah she can't yeah. handle mm-hmm. runs multiple businesses and right. is setting up like a franchise <laughs> yeah and i feel like it's weird to have a high school reunion that's not at the mm-hmm. high school yeah yeah that's when i was like yeah marnie just just walk away <laughs> Yeah, this is just like a sinking ship at this point. Like, I mean, I've was... never been. I've never been to a high school reunion because my I live in Utah. My high school mm-hmm. that I went to was in Maryland, so all the way across the country. Um, so I and I didn't really graduate with my high school class um, mm-hmm. because I graduated early. I because I, my family moved to California, and mm-hmm. so I kind of I basically graduated in '98 but my class is 99 um but i i don't know i just would imagine that everyone in the world is expecting a high school reunion to be at the high school yeah you would expect it to be at the high school or at like a community center within sort of you know a close distance to the actual school Mm -hmm. um but yeah the fact that they were going to have it at the dude ranch which is like probably not easy to get to (laughs) yeah well and there's no like uh there's no event space no there's no event space yeah and it's people coming in from out of town as well it's not just you know you know Lou left so I imagine there's a lot of people that left and didn't come back yeah have you been to high school reunion I haven't been to a high school reunion um but yeah I'm, I'm still in the same you know town next to I went to a, a high school in the next town over um it's very very close um and yeah like I you know go to the local shopping center and I see the same people and so that's really no need for a reunion um now there's best friends with someone all the way through primary school and high school and she lives like five minutes from me so mm-hmm. yeah it's just a very like small community um from so yeah it's just sort of all sort of contained and yeah there's there's people that have left and come back and I feel like social media has, has sort of changed it a little bit that uh-huh. we're sort of always in touch it's 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 you know you, you don't see some people but you do feel like you feel like you're you're sort of a part of their life because you talk to them you know every day yeah and it's sort of a strange it's thing it's true yeah you don't necessarily need it as much as kind of you mm-hmm. used to because you can see oh look there's how here's how so-and-so turned yeah. out yeah <laughs> so-and-so married so-and-so you know like you don't 
I think you used to, mm-hmm. you didn't know. So it was more of a, uh, more, more fun, I think, to go to these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they did something for the, tw- my 20th, uh, in 2019, but I, I couldn't make it work. I thought about it, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, uh, the, it's the people, it's not, it's not a time that I would like want to go revisit either. You know, it's not really, yeah. You know, it wasn't the greatest time for me, so I'm I'm not really one for going back and rehashing all of that. I had an okay time in high school. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. you know, these movies and stuff like senior year and things when people go back to high school, never been kissed, stuff like that. I would yeah. that's a nightmare. I would never <laughs> but I say that and my high school experience was was fairly benign it was fine I just couldn't go back to that kind of uh restriction and having to get asked permission to use the bathroom and it just the I just think it would be a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) after being like an adult I can't handle what I could not handle high school but yeah there's sort of a romanticism and tv and movies and it's like yeah Mm. that's that's not that's not real no uh but i mean it is crazy i think how we treat basically many adults i yeah i they my high school not only did you have to ask permission to use the bathroom which i just think is ridiculous but they only had one bathroom open during the lunch hours because and there was literally monitors in front of the bathroom and because they were supposedly scared of people smoking in the bathroom and so they closed all the bathrooms except for the one by the cafeteria during lunch hours and as if that stopped anybody from smoking because you could just go to the park that was behind the school and everyone smoked there that wanted to smoke so it's so absurd (laughs) and (laughs) I don't know ridiculous but actually me like I said my high school experience was fairly benign it I I don't remember hardly anything that I actually like learned but mm-hmm. the, the the good experiences that I had were uh doing drama particularly um mm-hmm. was really fun I uh, uh and I I think it would be fun to to see some of those people uh, that mm-hmm. I was in you know drama club and drama plays and stuff with that would be fun I was in choir uh and I was on the swim team so that those things were were fun but yeah but yeah I I don't know I just if it had worked out I would have been I would have been maybe interested in going just because I haven't been to Maryland in a while mm-hmm. um but uh, at the time, I I went last year actually. But um, but it's not a high priority for me going to high school. <laughs> you know? That was really important to live. Yeah, evidently. Uh, and yeah, my guess the twenty fifth reunion will be in two years. So my who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, she's gets super competitive with this Mary Jane Sutka, who's basically like Martha Stewart, evidently. <laughs> she's got like baby food. I mean, that was that was a little bit funny. That Amy, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> had the baby food. 
She's like, don't take away. <laughs> Lindy's food, please. <laughs> and, uh, and I think it's Jack who says that girl had a way of bringing out the fight in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. And yeah, so. uh, yeah this pencil mustache, woof, not woof. for me. Yeah, bro. <laughs> He's so handsome to it. It's like, <laughs> It's crazy. Um, it just I'm looks fine. so different. <laughs> yeah, and I'm fine with facial hair. Like, I don't mind it, but it just, that style's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if it's, you know, a different, maybe it's doing a, a different movie or show at the time. Um, who knows? But yeah, it's, it's, it's a look. <laughs> Evidently, Lou likes it. She likes this look. Evidently. Oh yeah, she's all about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's enough to sort of rehash the entire relationship. Yeah, so we get clips. We get mm-hmm. these clips of supposedly them in high school, which was just ridiculous. Like they, they did not look like they're in high school. And as Scott says, dating you is the only thing about high school I choose to remember. Mm-hmm. So evidently. He was bullied or a nerd or something. Yeah, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would be a pretty cool guy. Yeah, like it seems like that kind of vibe. Like, because he, yeah. he was basically like very much like Ty um, when he first came to Heartland. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he definitely you know sort of had that bad boy vibe. Um, that's what I, I got from sort of the. A lot of bits of information that we've had so far. Yeah, I would think, especially at being a small town, like Hudson, I I would think that he would fit in quite well. He's very likable. He's very mm-hmm. friendly, but evidently, you know, I mean, it can be the worst. <laughs> I guess. And uh, then uh, we have also. Uh, George is trying to ride Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, and be in this competition for the jumping and he's not wanting to jump the, the, the high jumps. Mm-hmm. And I think Amy's kind of a terrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, she doesn't really well, she like. She can't be good at everything, Rachel. <laughs> Well, I found an article where they talk about uh, the what it takes to be an equestrian Olympian, mm-hmm. and because it's a little different than some uh, some other fields, because like, you can be older, like some of them are in their like fifties and things like that. Uh, that is a little more uncommon. But I just I read this article where it said this this what's his name. Um, Laura Crott is her name. Uh, she won a gold medal uh, in uh, Beijing. And she mm-hmm. says, uh, I work out regularly, probably more four or five days a week. Particularly as I get older, I feel like it's more important to keep your core strong because so much of riding is balance. It's not so much leg strength or arm strength. It's the core strength. That's very, very important. 
And so she says her fitness routine consists of a mixture of cardiovascular and strength training. Uh, she says, when I am in Florida, I have a trainer there. He has a program that's geared toward riders. It's a lot of different exercises with weights and ropes and lunges and ball tossing. He's got it all just that mixed with cardio. I prefer to run. So, uh, that is not being demonstrated by Georgie <laughs> in this show. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, um, I'm trying to think his name, but there's, there's a really, like, famous equestrian from the UK. Um, I think at the last Olympics, he was, I think it was going to be his last one, but he, he himself, again, he's in, I think he's 50s, late 40s, 50s. So he's, you know, been, you know, around for a long time. And I imagine, you know, the strength it would take to hold on to a horse when you're doing those types of things. Plus, you have to be prepared for, you know, the horse not, you know, wanting to do, you know, what you want it to do and, mm -hmm. and sort of trying to, you know, buck you off or, or, you know, it gets upset. You know, you have to hold on. You have to, you know, get yourself away safely. Like, all of that takes strength and conditioning and also just keeping yourself in mm -hmm. such a good condition that you can, your body can handle, you know, being thrown around because um, you know it looks smooth and sort of gracious when it's you're seeing it on the tv screen but i imagine going over those jumps is is you know get quite a bit of whiplash and it's quite intense so yeah i would imagine you would be in the gym <laughs> a lot yeah. really, you know you would spend you know a few days in the gym a week well and the horses are sensitive to the uh to everything the rider does it seems like and so if you're sort of slouching or you're, you're not that core strength, isn't, you're not, not strong enough, then I yeah. would think it would feed off of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose it's like most animals in, in terms of like, they can sense your emotions. Um, they did say that with dogs and things like that, the way that you hold a leash or the way that you, you know, act around, you know, certain things, they sort of feed off of your energy and imagine mm -hmm. it's even more intense with a horse because you know you're in such close you're you're in contact with them um and I imagine there has to be a lot of trust in that the rider has to be confident and the horse has to trust them completely yeah but yeah yeah I it is a little hard to believe that George is you know going for the Olympics when this is the this is the routine that they've got going. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, if you feel like and it, it. Yeah, and, and that's the type of stuff that I, like, love. Um, I love sports shows. You know, even stuff like Friday Night Lights. I've never watched a full game of American football in my life, but I've seen every episode of that show. Um, you know, and, and different things like Make It or Break It, which is a TV show I think was on um, a few years back, ABC Family, about gymnastics. Um, I can't do a handstand, but... <laughs> no, I, I love that show and I feel like there's such a there's such a compelling um thing about you know sports stories yeah. and underdog stories particularly that they could do a real really great storyline here um and considering that you know Ty isn't around as much Lou isn't around as much they they've got the time to sort of focus and make a really good story here um yeah, so yeah it's a lot frustrating yeah, I agree with you. I'm more a fan of 
of sports in the movies than sports. <laughs> I think I yeah, used to sure. like sports better, but I just, I, it was one of those things that had to go. I mean, yeah. even, I don't even hardly watch the Olympics as much as I used to. I used to be a big fan. I still enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I just don't have time anymore to watch. Yeah. You know, you think an, an average sports game is hours long like multiple hours i just don't have yeah. time anymore i even i don't i don't watch dancing with stars anymore I don't watch <laughs> i'm four episodes behind on survivor which i love survivor <laughs> so i just running it out of time there's not yeah. enough time there's not enough time like, the only <laughs> sport that i really watch is tennis um i've watched it and obviously got wimbledon is such a big deal here oh, yeah. um it, it just sort of takes over the, the tv um so you, you, it's sort of unavoidable but that's such a hard sport to market because it's like a, a men's match yeah. can last you know three hours to six hours and it's like there's no way of knowing how do you market that <laughs> I'd rather just watch the 30 for 30 <laughs> documentary about it <laughs> um, yeah and even the Olympics have gotten kind of I mean, I still enjoy them, but you know, you just have these scummy countries that are, are you know, cheating yeah, and participating. Yeah. It kind of hurts it a little bit. Like I, I kind of didn't watch much of the skating this last time. And that's usually a highlight for me. It was mm-hmm. just depressing. Yeah. It's depressing. You know, I follow skating quite a bit and you know, the, the hangover from that as well, just because I follow a lot of, um, skaters and a lot of you know podcasts and and web shows that that talk about skating Mm -hmm. um and that is still very much in the conversation and very much hanging over sports um and there's no like answer on the russian (laughs) skating and there's no answer on um, raising the age limit that you know they're still they're still sort of very much in the air with that so yeah it's still just depressing <laughs> yeah yeah and when i say scummy countries i just mean the the boards and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah at the people yeah they're amazing yeah. they they amy and georgie do have a like a good fight with this. yeah yeah <laughs> this. um and then georgie apologizes to phoenix which was kind of cute it was really cute um <clears throat> And I also wish the show would recognise that, you know, as a fan, I really want to see Georgie Phoenix storylines. I really want to see Spartan again. You know, I really want to... Mm-hmm. Those relationships are just as important as the human ones. Yeah. Um, so, well, and, you know, and we've that, said multiple times that, like, why is she never riding, riding Phoenix anymore? Yeah. And so yeah, he deserved an apology. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, he earned that apology. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then Amy apologizes and says, I've been distracted. You're joking. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all the other jobs that Amy's got to do now that, you know, Lou's gone, Ty's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the last time we saw uh, Phoenix as like a major plot was mm-hmm. when they got sick, when the horse Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It was good. And then at the end, they show uh, him jumping. So he appreciated the apology, evidently. Yeah. 
but yeah and then lou she 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 lies about the fact that she's um she says she's still married so she uh, wants peter to go as her husband but then him and katie cancel and i feel like it's a little bit unrealistic that they wouldn't have an actual custody agreement at this point between peter and lou yeah like i understand that you know lou is sort of probably doesn't have a set schedule so it might may, may be a little bit difficult but yeah it's it's sort of i guess it suits the show and <laughs> that they they can just sort of bring people in whenever they, they sort of have to um mm-hmm. but yeah like it is a little frustrating when it's you know they're you know this person's at like a conference and this person's <laughs> yeah you know katie doesn't want to stay in vancouver but she's there now and it's like hang on a minute i thought she wanted to stay in heartland yeah and and these clips i mean like, they really make lou look like a terrible person in this episode yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I, I don't think it did anything for lou or the relationship seem you know like any great loss <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and then she tries to get mitch to pretend to be her husband which oh, was ridiculous was, yeah. and i don't blame him at all he no. was right and then they show the clips of her being terrible to him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy that she was that she really thought he would say yes <laughs> yeah ridiculous um we have a little bit of amy being upset about tim uh, about her dad and, mm-hmm. and she's kind of upset with Ty. And then we have this scene with Tim saying goodbye to the cows. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> you know, they were sort of acting like his bond with the cows was like Amy and Spartan. I was like, what was this? <laughs> What's happening? Um, and then we also have Tim and Jack fighting over the contract. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Jack telling Tim, you're not supposed to go before me. Oh, that was probably the best part of the episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was yeah. And then Jack just says, let's just do it in a fair way. I'll sign mm-hmm. the contract. And uh, so there we go. Uh, yeah, this episode, I... I I don't think it was very good. I mean, if especially if it makes one of your lead characters look like a major jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, she not only did it not look good for him in terms of the relationship, she was also really awful to Marnie. <laughs> right, I would have been so mad if I was Marnie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. who's like six months, seven months pregnant at the time as well? <laughs> Poor yeah. woman. And then Lou and Scott are talking. It's because of us that I don't like going back to the old days, remembering how we were. And uh, there's a song about bad timing. It's our theme mm-hmm. song. They says it's our theme song. And then they kiss, which was awkward. It was out of nowhere. And I was <laughs> so shocked that it happened. That's like, 
oh, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't romantic, that's for sure. Mm. It was just kind of like, oh. Yeah. One more reason why Lou's being a jerk. Yeah. What is she doing? That's when someone's like crying is never good. <laughs> yeah. And then later in when they talk about it and he's like, well, I have, I'm in a relationship. Then what is he doing? Kissing Lou. That's rude. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like he was absolutely a willing participant. Excuse me. A willing participant. <laughs> Can't speak. I've, I've got you. I've caught you. <laughs> not being able to speak um he was more than willing to take part in that and yeah if i was the person that he was dating i would have questions (laughs) i would be so mad of course yeah so i don't know i give this one six generous um five five i thought about a five and then i hedged yeah yeah i'll just five just because like 10 minutes of the episode was previous episodes (laughs) yeah is a clip show. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. The Heartland TV show on Up, Faith, and Family. Fans of the hit family drama Heartland know that Up, Faith, and Family is the only place to stream every season of Heartland, including behind-the-scenes exclusive content. All 15 seasons of Heartland are available and ready to binge only in Up, Faith, and Family. And if you love Heartland, then you will love the dramatic new series, Mystic. Escape into a world of mysterious adventure, mystifying secrets, and magical moments as we follow a group of horse-loving teens who are regulars at their local stables on the fictional peninsula of Calvary Point, New Zealand. First three episodes of Mystic are now available to stream with a new episode every Thursday. Go to upfaithandfamily.com forward slash hallmarkies today to sign up for your 14-day free trial that's up faithandfamily.com slash hallmarkies all right the next of past and and this episode we have lindy she is having a fear of strangers phase and so she doesn't want to be taken care of by anybody uh and she is uh she sees Lou as kind of a stranger because she hasn't been there that much mm-hmm. and we uh we have more flashbacks of Lou thinking back to high school <laughs> and I swear the one scene where she's supposedly just like with the horses and, ha- and hanging out the ranch it looked like she had like a professional blowout job for her. <laughs> like that's not what she's going to be wearing um but basically this episode there's this bag that oh. ty has from mongolia and it evidently it has some super secret flash drive because that was a thing still <laughs> what was this uh 2018 they feel yeah. still there's no clouds i guess evidently um they they still needed the flash drive Mm -hmm. and it's like hidden in this bag and ty has it ty gives it to georgie and then uh they end up getting their apartment completely ransacked and amy's freaking out which yeah i would probably be too (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, Amy was like, I'm not letting anybody scare me out of my apartment. I was like, I, I would. I would just yeah I, I think i would too and and then how did they not notice that were they gone like the whole everybody was gone from heartland nobody noticed that there was no they were in the main house yeah they so you would definitely notice the because they were here. there would be a car coming up yeah. to the barn you would be Indeed. it would be loud i mean they would mm-hmm. definitely notice yeah um they might not have lights on, but they would certainly hear a car coming. They would certainly hear things being thrown around. Um, but yeah, it was a little unbelievable <laughs> that they were just in the main house having dinner for what, like an hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But anyway, it gets ransacked and uh, there's a cue between Lou and Jack. And when Jack says any union that could produce these those two beautiful girls is anything but a failure, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. so that was good. And then there's they show that fight between Peter and Lou. Again, it's another basically a oh. clip show clip episode. And yeah, I'm like, Peter fight. was right in every single yeah. point he makes. I'm on Team Peter. He was right. Yeah. It, it doesn't you know, age well in terms of Lou putting her career first now. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, and she did buy the house without consulting him. She did mm-hmm. do all of these things without consulting him, without involving him in the marriage, and then she's upset that he's estranged from their relationship. Yeah, yeah. that happens when you don't communicate with the person that you're have a relationship with yeah their I mean, relationship is so doomed at that point frankly georgie is much better at relationships than lou she is she's got this whole adam and wyatt dynamic but she's managing mm-hmm. it much better than anything that <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's up front with both of them she's mm-hmm. you know, very considerate but they have a friendship now and she doesn't want to cause a wedge there she wants them to be able to be friends as well away from her yeah um, she talks so yeah. to adam about the situation mm-hmm. and and he's like olivia will be looking forward to all the double dating possibilities and i'm like what has happened to olivia there's no way that she'd be like looking <laughs> forward way. to double dating with George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> And we get more flashbacks with uh, Lou with Mitch. And so, you know, I don't know. Um, And then the llamas get out at the reserve. And we also see Georgie with the owl at the reserve. And that was very brave. I'd be scared. Um, The owl. Yeah, Yeah, I held an owl. Fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Um, like gorgeous, gorgeous animal. Um, yeah, I would absolutely love owls. <laughs> I've seen them a few times at just like events and things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. So <laughs> <laughs> I had birds growing up, so yeah, I'm a little bit more desensitized to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah like. I think we had a parakeet and we had some like a few budgies and, and things like that so yeah very complex animals to take care of 
Yeah. Well, evidently there's this exotic animal training network and that's what's on this flash drive, I guess, Mm -hmm. that they don't have on any backup. They just have it on the one flash Yeah. I just want them to stop mentioning Mongolia and stop bringing (laughs) storylines in from Mongolia. Like it's the worst storyline they've ever done and they just won't let it go. Yeah. Um, Without question. We get tie back for one episode and it's still to do with you know what happened in Mongolia and it's like not excuse me nothing that interesting happens in Mongolia that needs to be rehashed and and sort of retreaded over and over I'm so done with it Mm -hmm. yeah me Um, too and and you got that creepy rattlesnake package that's kind of that was that was weird and it's just like why are they trying to make the show into like MacGyver it's uh, not yeah I was just about to say why 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 is this like I'm trying to think of a show, but like it was such a weird storyline to put into Heartland. Mm-hmm. This, this is not what we tune into Heartland for. Um, yeah, you know the next episode is probably my favorite. Excuse me, is probably my favorite one of the three. Um, there was just a lot in that that I really enjoyed. You know, I didn't take a lot of notes during that the, the next episode. Um, it was just a really pleasant episode. But I'm not here for like portrait storylines and like you know ransacking apartments and stalking and yeah hidden flash drives and it, it just felt like such a weird plot in the middle of a show that yeah and then live. like clips of Lou being Lou's the worst relationship yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it just it would it would be different if you know it wasn't an episode set in Mongolia in that world um but yeah having sort of the, the two storylines together just didn't fit for me yeah yeah i don't know it's just and so ty beats up this guy and after he's like abducted they want to make sure he didn't make a copy of this super secret exotic animal training network and then the police arrest him and then we have scott saying it should have never happened because he's mature and then he says, you need to stop worrying about what everyone else Don't apologize for your choices. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the last is Lindy calls Lou Aunt Goo, which was cute. <laughs> I like but, that we have a, a, a tiny little ponytail on our head. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like this one is also bad. So yeah. maybe I really should give the first one a five and then give this one a six. Mm, I'll give it a six. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was, this was not a good one. <laughs> All right. So then we have season. So then we have episode 15, Strength of Bonds. And I do agree, this is the best of the mm-hmm. three. Uh, Georgie is training in the arena this time with Peyton Peyton's horse is acting super skittish. So, of course, they have to bring uh, him to uh, Amy. And uh, Tyson is the name of the horse. And and so Peyton is the one who uh, that Georgie got in a big fight with about going to um, going to they, they were going to I forget where on the trip. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. then Georgie ran away. And so Peyton was the one that was all involved in all of this. Um, I did kind of laugh because they're doing Canadian Thanksgiving here in this episode. And I always yeah. think of uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> when, oh. when Barney is like, they have Thanksgiving in Canada? What did they even have to be thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I guess Thanksgiving in Canada is always on the 10th, October 10th. Mm -hmm. It's not a, like, whereas we have it on the third Thursday of November. So it doesn't matter what date it lands on. So they're different, but there's evidently, (laughs) (laughs) you don't have anything to be thankful for. (laughs) No, we don't have anything to be thankful for. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, there's evidently the super secrets family stuffing recipe from Marion mm-hmm. passed down to Lou. But Lou can't make it home for Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> which is ridiculous, but whatever. Yeah, Lou can't make it back for Thanksgiving. Ty can't be at Lindy's first Thanksgiving because he's at a conference. I'm like, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. They need to come up with some better excuses. <laughs> Like, why couldn't they just say that t- Ty is visiting his mother? That yeah, would be way Ty, more believable. Yeah, Ty's still visiting his mother. <laughs> yeah, we go. Done. I mean, the the idea that there's all these, like, huge, big meetings happening Thanksgiving week is ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous I mean, it's the same yeah. thing, like, we have with Hallmark all the time, where people have these big deadlines on Christmas. I'm like, nobody's working on Christmas. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, I, mean, I guess it is every single job. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is Canadian Thanksgiving, so maybe people would actually be working. But still, I mean, she would be home with her family, and most of the meetings you could probably do at online. But because it's 2018, it's not like it was when the show first started. For sure, yeah. But anyway. Uh, the, the whole thing with Peyton's horse and Amy working with the horse, a difficult horse. I feel like we haven't had one of those for a, a, a little bit since probably Tilla. Uh, and so that was, that was good to see back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt pretty sort of heartlandy. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. not anything super original or anything we haven't already seen before, but it certainly was better than what we had the previous two episodes yeah yeah and then uh so lisa wants the stuffing recipe from lou and uh, she doesn't know if if she'll be able to get it there's this back and forth she buys the ingredients for making stuffing and i i don't know i'm stuffing can stuffing be that individual stuffing is i just buy the box (laughs) (laughs) I'm at least I just buy the books. <laughs> we actually usually have two different kinds of stuffing because my mom has makes gluten-free cornbread stuffing and then mm-hmm. we have the regular stuffing or dressing depending on how you how you call it. But um uh, I I did like when Jack says call her, don't just text her. <laughs> <laughs> And why don't people want to have a conversation anymore? 
which is true. But if you're looking for a recipe, it kind of makes more sense to text because then they can text you the recipe. Whereas if they're yeah. giving it to you yeah. vocally, then you got to write it down. And, and uh... yeah, yeah. If it was me, I would, if I, even if you were doing the phone call, you would be like, text me the <laughs> right. Text yeah. Me the ingredients uh, recipe. Yeah. And so we also have a nice storyline in this episode of between Tim and Jade. Oh, this was so good. Yeah. Jade is back from mm-hmm. uh, school. She's homesick, she struggles. Um, mm-hmm. And she finally gets Georgie to tell her about, about Tim. And uh, she's upset with him. And, you know, he says, I should have told her myself. Um, we get some flashbacks with Jade. Um, and then Jack talks to Jade. And he says he cares, Jade. He cares a lot. Try seeing this through his eyes. So that was a nice moment. And then Jade says that she's made up her mind to stay. And uh, she so she's going to help work with Tim. And the, basically everything they have in Texas, she can do there. So why? Um, it was It was good. I thought it was a good little arc. Yeah, I enjoyed it, you know, and it really strengthened their bond, and, and I like that, you know, Tim was really struggling with it, you know, he really does see Jade as, you know, he says not a real daughter, but she's essentially like a daughter to him now, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can definitely see that in the struggle with him, you know, telling her that, and I, I didn't completely agree with her decision to give up the college, and because it seemed like such a a great opportunity unless they're just wanting Jade around more for for more episodes which you know I understand that maybe they want to bring her back for that but yeah it seems it seemed given up a huge you know opportunity that was sort of laid out for um uh-huh. a few episodes ago um but yeah I can also understand her wanting to be around until you know they know for sure you know what they're dealing with in terms of his illness if it's going to be something serious or not yeah well and and it, they make it sound like at least that that she can get as good education wherever she's at so i forgot the name of the school but uh so i mean i it's hard, a little hard for me to relate to because i i've never really been somebody who was homesick i except for on my, maybe on my mission that's the only time but but it, that was a little bit different because that we we couldn't have any contact uh except for letters and so that was hard but uh yeah but i don't know i just i was so ready i was ready to my mom had a baby when i was 17 and so uh like get me out of here (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't want to be around this baby it's stressful uh i want to this house (laughs) when i turned 18 and the my I turned actually I was 18 my mom had a baby when I was 18 but when I turned 18 my dad read a declaration of independence <laughs> for me because I was so there was no human being more ready to move out than I was <laughs> like leave uh, I don't know you ever did you ever move away from home um I did move away from home um but yeah I, I imagine I would be quite homesick mm-hmm. 
I think I'm very sort of attached to my parents and sort of, you know, Glasgow. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a hard concept, the idea of living somewhere else. Um, and I'm yeah. so lucky to live in a, a city that has pretty much everything. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't feel the need to move anywhere for, you know, different... It, it, it's just all, the, all of my interests, there's, there's always something... Yeah. You know, in my city, you know, we have such great theatres and cinemas and, you know, any sort of show or mm-hmm. band or whatever, they always come here. So I'm very lucky in that sense of, you know, don't I don't feel like I'm, I'm sort of missing anything from, you know, not moving in somewhere else. Yeah, I think I just needed my independence. I was very, mm-hmm. a very independent person. And, uh, but... Uh, plus my family had moved to California uh, my senior year of high school that's why Mm -hmm. I basically graduated early and so it's not like I had a lot of attachment to where they were living you know I didn't have any friends there I didn't have yeah you know so there was just no reason for me to stay there uh but uh but anyway yeah I remember my sister my younger sister uh Anna, when she was going to school, she had some homesickness and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't really relate. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but maybe if your mom had another baby, she would understand. She'd like, get me out of here. (laughs) Uh, So we also have this whole thing with Wyatt sending Georgie roses and then they, he takes her to this nice dinner, but then they Mm -hmm. wants to dine and dash. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed the, the waiter he was so familiar to me and then I looked at his IMDB and he's been in like a million Hallmark movies yeah. <laughs> he's been in everything he's been in like uh, Mystery 101, Sweet Carolina uh, You Mean Christmas Tree he's been in everything yeah, Daniel Bacon five star, is his name yeah, Five Star Christmas, Garage Sale Mysteries like this guy's been in more Hallmark movies than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, I felt bad for the waiter because yeah, that's just not right. And I was glad to hear no. it when he said that he, he did pay mm-hmm. uh, in the end. He did go back and pay. Yeah. But uh, have you ever been to a, a really fancy dinner like this? Um, I'm trying to think. I've been in fancy restaurants, but I, I don't think anything as fancy as that. Um, but yeah, I would never go to something. I would always have way more money than I would ever need at a restaurant like that, just to be careful. Yeah, oh, yeah. You would never go to something like unless you're a kid and you don't sort of realize that they have these sort of set prices for everything of like you know yeah you did wonder like what was Wyatt thinking did he think this would be a cheap place yeah yeah it's not McDonald's yeah uh the the fanciest dinner that I've ever been to was this special there used to be this place called Bake 360 which was my favorite Mm -hmm. uh they they had the they brought in this special chef and they had a, a chef's table Mm-hmm. uh restaurant and i i think it was 75 dollars which was, was a lot for one meal but you mm-hmm. know not as much as this this one but uh i 
they had multiple courses. Um, I, I looked up the, the, men, the menu. They had butter poached red crab with citrus braised fennel ca and uh, caviar, and then warm ricotta with cracked pepper, speck, lamb's lettuce, and olive oil. A seared diver's scallop with celery puree, kumquats, and chervil oil. An heirloom carrot risotto with pea shoots and espelette. Pan-roasted terras major with fingerling potato confit, broccolini, red wine, demi. And then the dessert uh, was a surprise. I can't remember what it was. It was delicious, though. And... Uh, so that's the fanciest dinner I've ever been to, <laughs> but it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's so hard for me to go to anything like that. Like I've been to one where it, it, it's sort of the same thing where you have multiple courses and very small courses because you yeah. know they have so many. But it's it's so hard for me because I don't like shell food. It, 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 it fish is very sort of touch and go for me as well. Um, there's just some stuff I won't eat. I won't eat lamb. Um. I think there's mm -hmm. caviar I just won't touch sushi I won't touch <laughs> like seafood oh, yeah? is very much like a no-no for me um so yeah it, it's sort of hard to navigate a menu like that um and it, it's sort of a similar thing when you go to you know the, the sort of fancy restaurants there tends to be just a lot of seafood <laughs> mm. at least one yeah or two, they do know, have a lot of yeah like, uh scallops and yeah. things like that yeah, i think i'm trying to think of the name of the town because it wasn't here that i went it was it was sort of a coastal town so it was very sort of um seafood was just sort of 90 mm. percent of the menu and i was like yeah this is going to be grow <laughs> the dessert was flourless chocolate cake with shortbread raspberry sauce and clotted cream oh i love raspberry and chocolate I yeah. feel like this is the best. This is the best combination. It was, it was really fun. I, I like seafood fine, uh, mm -hmm. especially if it's well made like this. Uh, yeah. This was that was fun. I, I have some things I don't like. Anything. It's more of a texture thing. I actually am not yeah. the biggest scallops fan. A lot of times they're kind of, I don't know. Even when they, I feel like they're made well, they're a little chewy. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you think Georgie should have like caught on that this was a little awkward? I feel like Georgie sort of knows why enough to know that he was really overcompensating and really out of out of his depth. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's and also he's kind of a little bit awkward and a little bit of a nerd as well, so. I feel like she should have sort of realized, especially with the two bunches of flowers thing, he was really feeling insecure um, of Georgie being in this world that he's not a part of. And also there's a guy in that world that is very much, you know, interested in Georgie. So, yeah, I feel like she she maybe should have coined on a little bit earlier that he was feeling very insecure and he definitely didn't have enough money to pay for yeah because i don't think he has like a job or anything whereas georgie you know she has a job yeah i she works at the maggie's right yeah she works at maggie's so that's her main job 
mm-hmm. but uh but she finally just tell him you don't need to buy all these fancy uh fancy things and then they had their thanksgiving dinner where everyone says what they're thankful for which was super cute yeah yeah it was really sweet and it does make it does make me miss ty and, and lou and, and sort of it mm-hmm. just feels a little weird with them not there, but I feel like they did a really great job with this episode in terms of making it feel, you know, like a really wholesome Heartland episode. Yeah, I think so, especially, the, yeah, that ending. Uh, mm-hmm. So what would you give this one? Um, I'll give this one a seven. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. I like when Georgie says, so you're trying to keep up with the guy I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the same girl that didn't want to go to a dance who just wanted to go on a, a trail ride so yeah mm-hmm. yeah, she's a simple girl <laughs> <laughs> well if you're listening let us know what you think of these three episodes we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll be finishing off season 11 next week which is amazing <laughs> <We're> <laughs> just racing through. <laughs> and uh you'll you'll have heard the uh our ad spot for up faith and family but i thought i'd just reiterate that they are sponsoring us this week which is amazing so if you're a heartland fan uh, make sure to watch uh, season 16 that is be that is premiering on up faith and family and then also the new show mystic which sounds really fun maybe we'll have to I check watched that an out. episode oh you I did how, how was it it's if you like heartland definitely mm-hmm. check it out it's very much heartland inspired it seems um, oh good and if you like the sort of ghost storyline in heartland then you would absolutely love this show mm-hmm. um cool. it's a little bit more sort of teen teen drama but uh-huh. yeah really fun cool very good uh well michelle how can people find you um on twitter at michelle arbenson great and uh you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on Rotten Tomatoes, so check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews, five stars. That helps us so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the Patreon group and merch store, and you can get Heartland-inspired merch, so definitely check that out. And uh, thanks so much, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.